Baker. I'm running solo here, and uh, we're supposed to have people with us here this evening, but uh, technical difficulties and uh, lack of communication seem to be uh, plaguing the podcast tonight. So it'll just be me. Um, unfortunately, I cannot um, see who's in the chat room right now, so I apologize to everybody that's uh, uh, with me right now. Um, uh, I think uh, since all this is just kind of imp- improvisation, um, the, the plan this evening was to talk the, the Toy Fair reveals and do a commentary for the search. So um, I apologize for this not being the full, full-fledged full episode that you're normally used to because I have no idea whether or not Joe is going to show up. He's having some internet issues. Um, and John Adkin was supposed to join us as well, and, and uh, that's... Uh, don't know what happened there. So it'll just be me, and uh, I'll just kind of discuss the news by myself here. I apologize again for that, uh, ladies and gentlemen. But uh, Toy Fair was this weekend. Um I guess to start out with, um, Super 7 released some new um, three and three quarter figures um, that look pretty badass. Um, I was really pleased to see Mechanic and Ram Man and Evelyn and Faker and um, Orko. Orko was uh, on that, and they all they all look pretty badass. It'd be really interesting to see the card art for those. Um, it was really cool to see Mechanic having an extended net on, neck on him, and. Um, I just kind of makes you wonder if that'll be like a, a, an actual sculpted piece, like a molded neck on him uh, for that. But they all look really, really good. Um, I saw that Constructs had released uh, Faker, Man at Arms, and Evil In for their line. That looked pretty cool. I saw those today. Um, I've only got one of those, but they look really cool. I, I, it's good to see more of those being uh, released. Be cool if they did release some vehicles or a, a, a small kind of play set, like a point dread play set to go along with those things. Something to display those things would be pretty cool. But those look really badass. And um, I saw that Super 7 had released um, a filmation style uh, Beastman and um, Man-at-Arms in the um, uh, vintage style that looked good. And uh, hopefully we're just going to continue to get closer and closer to that um, vintage line uh, getting into our hands. I have no idea. I, I was out of town yesterday and missed a lot of the news and stuff like that. So I, if there's been any updates on um, Super 7 uh, and their release dates and, and news about the, the vintage line uh, coming to stores or any updates with them and Mattel, I have no idea on that one. So I apologize for that, people. If anybody does know that, you know, f- please feel free to leave that in the comments for um, uh, YouTube or on the Facebook uh, posts as well. But... Um, and let's see here. Um, I think I think the f- the finished version of Hero and Eldor had been uh, shown. They look very good. Um, uh, they've been shown multiple times, but they look really really good this time. And uh, I believe the card art is yet to be corrected um, the way it's intended to be. Uh, what was on display at Toy Fair was not the uh, actual card art, I believe, and that was from uh, Corn Boy himself uh, confirmed that. But um, I was trying to think if there's anything else. Oh, um, and um, to kind of tie all into He-Man style, uh, Funko uh, announced Thundercats, Conan, and um, horror movie uh, characters in, in He-Man style, so to speak. That's the best way of putting it, I think. But God, that looked amazing seeing Thundercats with uh, Lion-O and Mumra, Panthro, Slide, Jackalman, Monkeyan. I think Tiger and Chitara were in there as well. 
Um, but um, I, um, oh, thanks Tom for uh, sending me a message. I do have another device here so I can see messages popping up on, on messenger. So I appreciate that. Thanks for supporting me there guys. Again, I apologize. It's just being me and I can't really interact with a lot of the people. So I'm on, on, on uh, talking about here. And look at that. Well, I do believe, uh, ladies and gentlemen, uh, the Rotten Amato has decided to great with his presence here. Son of a bitch. Oh, damn. Sorry. About everything. Oh, God. Son of a man. Okay. Um, hey, can you guys see me and hear me? Oh, I can hear you. Okay. Um, yeah, there's probably going to be a weird little delay. Oh, man. Uh, okay. Yeah, I'm late to the party. Um, for everybody in the chat room, sorry if I, yeah, I'll try to get you guys later. Uh, no, um, I was having trouble today with my internet. And I had no clue what was going on. It was popping on and off, on and off. And I finally looked in on the back of the wires that was going to uh, my modem. It was frayed on one part of that wire. It was creating a weird issue, and the connection was just, it was flickering. So I had to get, uh, I had to rush to one of the stores just to get a new cable to replace that for the back of the modem. So, man, I was, I was trying my hardest to get here, and... I am sorry, and uh, yeah, John Atkin was going to join us, but I haven't been able to get on Facebook and anything, so, I mean, were you in contact with John? Was he, or, I'm just lost. I'm sorry. I thought you told Doug that he was joining us, and Doug didn't know, so I didn't tell Doug that until about 10 minutes after 9 while we were waiting for people to show up, oh. so. Um, okay, well, again, sorry about that, and sorry if John's listening, and uh, yeah, I, I apologize. This just... Yeah, it went to crap. It, this is not what obviously wanted to happen. I'm so sorry. I don't know what I missed, Tyler, but uh, yeah, if you I just mentioned the toy fair reveals, I mentioned the constructs, the uh, the Super Seven three and three quarter figures, the Beastman Man at Arms, and I was touching on the Funko stuff. Okay, all right. Well, if you don't mind, can I do a fake little re re intro just so I can feel like I uh, popped in here and I was at the beginning? Can we do a fake start? Sure. Oh God! Sorry, I don't have much much strength, man. So we we definitely can't go like a, a long hour and a half hour and twenty minutes tonight, man. I don't have it in me tonight. Well, here, let me do what I always say. Yes, do your your opening there. Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode one hundred eighteen of Fans of Power. I am Joe Amato, and I'm here with my partner in crime, Tyler T Rex Baker. And T Rex, um, again, I apologize. I'm late. Everybody in the chat room, I'm so sorry, so I've missed everybody that's here. I'll try to do a quick little rundown. If I miss somebody, I apologize, but I'll go right up back from the beginning. We got GS JSP, Tom Charlton, uh, Zentron. Hey, thank you for joining us. Um, let me scroll down. Uh, v Dub, thank you, V Dub, for joining us. Uh, let me keep scrolling so I don't miss anybody because I don't want to get anybody upset. Eric Amen, hey, how's it going? Um, let me keep going. I'll just a little bit more. Adam Gabbard, thank you for joining us. And that might be, I think, everybody yeah, it looks like. Okay, so, oh, and Daniel Maynard, thank you for joining us. Okay, well, um, okay, well, I don't know what Tyler said, but yes, uh, Toy, Toy Fair uh, happened this weekend, and they showed, uh, again, I apologize if you already said it, Tyler, I'm just going to ramble what was in my head so I don't forget oh, yeah. 
Okay. And you go ahead. You just relax because Tyler's a little wiped out. But, um, yeah. okay. Well, they showed, uh, again, your own Eldor. And they had the cards in back because the cards is what concerned a lot of people. It said, like, as seen on TV. And then Hero said, son of He-Man, which kind of freaked a lot of people out. But uh, Cornboy from Four Horsemen, Eric, he, he came in and he said, no. He said, those are just prototype cards. He said, believe me, the final ones will be changed when they come out. So he let everybody know that. Those are just prototype cards. Then they showed uh, Beastman and Man-at-Arms in vintage five-and-a-half filmation style, which those looked amazing. So that's really good. Then they showed the three and three-quarter figures, which they showed Scareglow, Evelyn, Orko, Ram Man, uh, Faker. Yeah, and, and, and Faker, and which they all look great. The one thing I'll admit for me that I didn't flip over was, uh, was Orko has this weird kind of articulation in his leg slash robe. It looks off to me because... I don't know, for me, I just didn't like it. I, I think, eh, it looks, not saying, of course, yes, we know he has legs under his robe, but it looks awkward because it looks like it poses like legs. I'm not a fan of that look for Orko. But the Mechanek thing's pretty cool. On the back, there's a lever where you push up and down, and his neck will go up and down on Mechanek. So I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. I didn't know if you knew that. No, I didn't. All I know is what pictures popped up. I, I was even telling people, like, I mean, I, I was even saying I have no idea if the neck moves or if it's adjustable or it's it's a piece you can connect. I'm glad you saw that because I, you know, after dealing with Mad Monster yesterday, I, all I saw was what, what pictures were popping up at, at random. So I had no idea on, on a lot of that stuff. So yes. I apologize to listeners for that. Well, hey, that, that's fine. I mean, the one thing I didn't know, and I didn't know if it was mentioned, I don't know if anybody in the chat room knows, but Ram Man, he was, like, shown, you know, in, let's say, extended up mode where you can see his legs, and I was curious. I wonder if Ram Man can go down and up, and if there will be a lever for him. I didn't know. I, that's the one thing I don't know, but they all look cool. I mean, they they do look nice for the reaction. And as for classics figures, I don't think they had anything else. They didn't have anything new for, cla I mean, the classics, you know, six and, a, six and a half inch, seven inch, you know what I'm talking about, the classics figures. Yeah, yeah so they had nothing for there. And, uh, oh, hey, th thanks for joining us, Zen Brown. And he said, yeah, that Orca was awkward. It was awkward on Orca. Yeah, it did. It just looks weird. It just looks strange. And, yeah, Orca does kind of like a Jawa. Daniel Maynard said maybe like a little Jawa. So it's just, yeah, he looks off. But the the vintage style is what seemed like was had the most attraction. Hell, I've even put a post on my wall, and it was even before they showed these this weekend. And right now on my wall, between what people are wanting the most between vintage style from Super 7 and Classics, vintage is winning. It's showing that there's still a passion out there. And so much so that I showed, you know, before I showed my Zorn figure from Funko, I showed my Scorpion last week from Funko, and oh my God, Funko, I think, just lit the fire under every single person's ass of things that just got them, boom, ignited and back into vintage again because they showed these cool Thundercat figures. I mean, they had, it looks like the whole damn lineup. There's Lionel, Panthro, Tigra, Chitara, Mumra, Sly, Jackalman. I mean, everybody is being shown, and it's that, just that cool-ass little style, but they didn't stop there. Because I was like, if anything gets Tyler's nipples hard, it's Conan. And they showed Conan figures. I was like, oh my god, they got, they got Conan. And they got Othosa Doom. And they had, uh, who else did they have? They had three others, didn't they, from Conan? They had, they had two variants of Conan. They had uh, Fulcrum or Thulcrum. I've never been able to get that one precise because I, I've never looked up the credit. I've always gone by that movie. But Sven Olsen Thorson, or Arnold's buddy, who's 
in a lot of his movies, who was one of the henchmen, he was made into a figure because he's got the, the the mask and the big uh, big hammer as well too. So that that was awesome. And it's also doing snake helmet and everything. You're like God Almighty, man! <laughs> it's it's, it's like that the Conan the Barbarian, other than what NECA did, God bless him. Uh, getting an action figure line dedicated to Conan the Barbarian, much how it was, you know, it, it just felt like it was, if it was going to be done, it should be done like He-Man. Like There was that one old toy line from the yeah. 80s, Remco, I think. But, God, it looked awesome. That Thundercat line, I was thanking God so much over that one. <laughs> the, the only thing, and I, I was like, you know, I'm not going to complain too much because I'll, I'll just take it, but Slide looked so much like Merman based on the prototype that they were showing, because he was real thin. His head yeah. kind of looked like Merman. I Like, you know what? If that's what they say to Slide, I'm not going to sit there and be the typical fanboy. Just give me Thundercats. Everybody else looked great. I'm not going to, you know. Yeah, now, now that's true, because uh, there were some people that questioned, like, Slide. They said, wow, he looks kind of thin, you know, like around the waist. Some were joking, some were kind of serious. But I said, it's just what they're doing. They're just having everybody have that kind of, style that buck it's the same similar body the same buck yeah yeah so slide is not going to be the exception to have that big bulkier you know body that he normally has but just seeing that all the core good guys and bad guys are already shown i was like this is just it's freaking me out and and also yes we know they're not going to be super stylized and detailed but there is something so damn appealing about these figures like when i showed scorpion last week these Funko figures have a very nice, good detail, good paint apps, and they're they're very durable. But also, how the hell can you beat nine ninety nine? Oh wait, there's uh, John Atkins says he's been trying to log in, but there seems to be a cosmic storm interfering with this signal. Okay, well, John, hey, don't worry. That same thing happened to me. That's why I was late. That's why I couldn't get you. So hopefully you pop up. If you do, cool. If not, yeah, there's something just happening with all of us. But mine was a bad wire. But uh, no, so so you're you know these are durable. They look really great for what they are, but at nine ninety nine, it's like these are so affordable. You know, I mean, me, I just can't believe me. I'd love to get a lot of the other figures and stuff, but I told you, I just can't afford figures that are twenty plus. I just can't do it. And I'm not saying, hey, don't get them. You know, if they're twenty, no, buy them some bitches if you can. But I just can't do it. But hell, if I see something for nine ninety nine, I can afford it. And so all those Thundercats they show were great. Inspired, of course, by the old five and a half inch style, but that wasn't the end. For me, something that got me kind of excited was uh, they're doing horror characters. They're, I don't know if they're calling it a fantasy barbarian, what it is now. Some people might think it sounded absolutely stupid and looked weird, but there was, there was a lot of people that liked it too. It's like I didn't see hate for it, but they showed Jason Voorhees, Freddy Krueger, Leatherface, Michael Myers, and Pinhead. Now, they had this fantasy barbaric theme, and these are by Funko also. Like, Jason has this weird kind of, like, you know, like, Roman sash something around him. And Freddy Krueger has, like, a, a toga, like a, a monk ha uh, hood or something. But I was like, it's just so appealing. How, how could you hate this? It's so damn cool. And again, they would probably be $9.99. But what I liked is... You rarely see anymore, back in the days with movie maniacs, you know, we had Jason, Michael, Freddy, like the core main three horror villains. But after that, it seemed like you were rarely seeing Jason, I mean, I'm sorry, Michael Myers popping up for anything. It's like you were seeing tons of Jason and Freddy variants from their different versions in the movies. But it's like, 
Where's Michael Myers? Why can't Michael get respect? So I'm just excited to see Michael thrown back into the mix. Even though it's a different fantasy mix, I'm glad to see it because it looks so damn cool. I didn't know if you've seen those, but man, yeah. I had... Yeah, yeah, just, yeah the, the Funko He-Man um, style figures, I did see all those. And uh, I will be buying all the Thundercats. There will be no denying myself that I will have to buy every Thundercat figure that comes out from that. I'll buy every Conan figure and maybe... Maybe one or two of the horror figures as well, but that, that that will be the one that I will not buy all of, just because it's one of the things. Like I got to draw the line somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see. And Th- Thundercats is is up there with He Man as a must. I have to do it. It's it's like non negotiable. And Conan's the same way. That that's, yeah. that's the things I I I I'm sorry I can't deny myself when it comes to Arnold uh, stuff. So no, no but, doubt. So, but they did. It's it's the oh god. You're, no, you're right. They did. They just, it's, it got me so damn excited. And I've seen so many people that after they seen that Funko stuff, it, it was like, it was reigniting that old five and a half inch passion. And they're still wanting this, you know, the six and a half inch figures, of course, classics. But I see a lot of people saying, damn, I'm starting to feel the five and a half inch more than this. Like I was seeing a lot of those posts. And then of course, there's a lot of people that say they want them all too. And some people said, eh, they're not really a fan of the five and a half inch also, but looked really really good in that like you know the ones that were i mean all of them the ones that were in prototype and the ones that, that were colored i mean they all they all looked really really good and i thought man i mean these look so good then rataro and groon and tusca warriors uh, man of Oak mountain bengali and linkso palmyra i mean all all those guys are gonna look really really good in that toy line yeah and Perfect. isn't it awesome to see that i mean damn they showed it's like you know, there were so many people that were so upset that they didn't get the, you know, the Thundercat classics from, you know, from Maddie. They were upset that that. But you know what? I'm, as long as Thundercats is getting a line that's looks like an action figure and not not just loyal subjects, you know. Those yeah, are, exactly. I'm, you know. You're right. But, they're not going to be super detailed like the six inch ones. But the thing is, there was people that were so upset that this new six inch line that came from, you know, Maddie didn't get finished. Well, damn, they're starting right out of the gate with Funko. They're giving you everybody. You're getting the main core good and bad. It's like, how can you beat it? Well, I, I look forward to set, and I'm, I'm not going to be getting a from from you. From what? I don't know. There's another phone call from an unknown. As I have no. Okay. Yeah, it's it's hitting your connection a little bit. Made you get a little laggy there for a second. But yeah, I know those damn phone calls when they come in, they can lag and kick people off. Okay. Wait a second. We got. Is that Doug? Doug, you here? Somebody popped up and saw. I, I am here. That was John Adkin, um, but he tried to initiate a new call instead of joining this call. Oh, okay. And okay. I think I think Tyler tapped on it, and so Tyler hung up on this call and joined that call. Oh, whoops! All right. So there's accidentally doing Tyler. That's good grief. Okay, wait. We got Tyler. So hopefully we might have John popping up here, possibly too. Maybe from what Doug said. Doug said that uh, John was trying to create his own call, but he might be trying to join us. So we might have John popping up here in a second. Possibly. Uh, possibly. Uh, yeah. 
but um, I'm, I'm I'm too tired to deal with these technical difficulties here tonight. So I'm just like, oh. no, that's fine. That's fine. And John said, "Whoops!" in the chat room. Yeah, just yeah, you should, you should be able to. Oh man, this is great. We're just having so much trouble. Me with my internet connection and chew braid wired and it's 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 going still good we like i said that's why we love it live we don't care we we improvise we always improvise so well beyond all them awesome things that were shown from funko and super seven i think the only quick thing that i've seen was like the mega mega constructs i think maybe showed man at arms uh evil lynn and faker. i don't know did you say faker Okay, and Faker. So so the Mega Constructs show those too, but these things usually come out pretty quick. What I like is they also come out out of nowhere. It's like the Mortal Kombat figures, maybe it's because I wasn't following them too closely, but I didn't even know when they were supposed to be coming out. So when they hit the stores as quick as they did, it shocked me, which makes me think, how quick maybe will these Thundercat ones and Conan ones and these fantasy horror characters... How quick might those hit the store? And like, and like I said, they sell out quickly. Sure enough, when I went to that GameStop for looking for the Mortal Kombat, all I seen was Scorpion. And I luckily got them, but all the others sold out, and they weren't even sure when they'd get more in. So, yeah, these, these things are good sellers. And if they sell well, then, of course, Funko will be inclined to do more. You see the amount of crazy stuff they make. Yeah. No, uh, it's, I, I'd, like to, I'd like to see Thundercats continue on. I'd like to see Conan do... A lot more would give us more more of the 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 roster of heroes and villains from the first one, and, and even from Conan the Destroyer. I like I'd like to see and Red Sonya. Hell, you know, I, God, I'd, I'd like to see. I'd like to just spread out all three of those films in that line. And you know, God knows Thundercats needs to have a a completed line for one for once in its uh, existence. Yeah, you know, give, give us the Driller. Give you know, uh, give us. Uh, all, all the Luna attacks since they were never released. And stuff oh, could like you that. imagine that? That would be crazy. Have that little crazy little Luna. <laughs> that would be kind of weird too. That's awesome. Oh man, with, with uh, Amok and Tug Mug and Allura and Chilla and Red Eye. God, man, it's it's. They can't do everything. Can you imagine what if they decided to do uh, Silverhawks, Tiger Sharks? I mean, they could. I just picture them doing this. By silver hawks in, in that style in a heartbeat. Hell, I'd buy tiger sharks uh, in that too, probably. No doubt. That's what I mean. I think that if it, it's continue, I mean, hell, you look at all the different styles they do from, you know, like the little Funko Pops, the vinyls, everything they do. Everything is just, it sells like, you know, gangbusters. So now that they're doing this style, I'm sure if it's really hot, they are going to continue to do that stuff. And also, uh, Daniel Maynard was wondering if uh, they might sell these at Walmart. Um, I know that they had them. Of course, GameStop. Um, some people online said they seen them at a FYE. I didn't even know what the hell an FYE was until they told me what it was. So, but I'm sure maybe I wouldn't see why not. I don't know any other stores they did pop up, but I guess they would pop up anywhere. It's good to just see things in the stores in general yeah. and not have to always worry about online. There's some, there's there's a, a charm and there's an excitement about when you go to that store. And if you could see that figure, like I said, it takes me back of when I'd always see those new He-Man figures and you're looking and seeing all the new ones and just snatching them all. And that'd be kind of a cool feeling. Could you imagine walking in just one day randomly into a store not expecting to see the Conan figures and they have like all five of them lined up? I'm out 50 bucks. Yeah, you bet your ass. You probably would. It's like, Tyler's like, yep, just going to get them all. That's what I mean. It's just, they are definitely. 
definitely addicting. And hello, JD Gibson in the chat room. So, yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's everything they showed mainly at Toy Fair. I think also there might have been an update about the Wave One of I don't know what part of Classics or something that they might have started to ship or arrived in the warehouses. We started recording that they are even people who had purchased the. Um... You know, people who've already purchased it, they've already started shipping out to people who've purchased the first wave of classics. So, um, could be any of us. Any of us that have purchased that first wave, we we maybe our, our our packages may be on the way right now as we speak. So, um, hopefully, um, oh man, I got a sneeze. Go ahead. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm Ty was allergic. Whole, yeah, Ty was allergic to. She's allergic to bullshit. Um. But yeah, ho hopefully you know we'll, we'll we'll have that first first batch of figures in there soon enough, and we'll have to review those on the podcast when they do come in. Yeah, yeah. So no doubt, and uh, welcome to Cole in the chat room. Uh, thank you for joining us as well. And um, what was what was one other thing? I think John Atkin. That's why I was hoping he was going to pop up. I didn't read all the information on it because, like I said, just as I came on, I've slowly started trying to click the things to see what's going on throughout Facebook. And I think there was maybe an update on those Mondo figures. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but I don't know what the update is. I, I didn't get a chance to really click. Like I said, I've just been seeing so many things popping up here. I was trying to at least have some information beyond what I did know. That's uh, I think that's mainly everything as for news at the toy fair, I believe. Okay. Yeah. I think, I think you got everything. I mean, you even covered stuff that I, I missed. So <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, like I said, it, it's really exciting. It's just good to see everything, like, you know, that, that passion kind of coming back in the community talking a little more and everybody just, I mean, hell, like, I'm going to, for example, just to see what it was like, which shocked me. I mean, I know people like things, but I didn't think they'd go that nuts. I posted about that uh, Thundercat and everything else from Funko on my wall yesterday, and it, it's it got, like, 320-some likes 51 shares. I mean, they went nuts on it. And in comparison, when I did the post about the uh, Super 7 vintage style figures, that got like 105 likes, 14 shares. So this this little crazy thing from Funko is just, it's it has a little surge throughout the community. It's, it's, it's spreading. So like I said that, you know, some people even didn't even know. This is what I show when I try to tell people. Not everybody knows He-Man is still being made in one way or another because there's some people that only really focus, just not unfortunately, but just maybe focus at toy stores and don't know about a lot of the online exclusives. So things that are at the stores are more easily accessible and they know it in their head. And they were asking, hey, it'd be cool if He-Man came back. And they don't know He-Man's being made. Like, I messaged someone. I was like, yeah, do you know they're making figures? I didn't know that. So that's what shows. I'm sure He-Man would just get the same exact insanity if it popped up in stores, which that's what they're hopefully trying to do with those vintage figures. So hopefully Hero, Eldor, Hordak, Skeletor, She-Ra, and He-Man, when they pop up in the stores, it'll create this madness again. Because He-Man's the one that inspired basically these styles of bodies anyways that are being used for these other lines. Exactly. So... All right, well, before we um, go into another topic, um, I didn't know if you wanted to mention it, but you did, um, did you do, I'm sorry, you did do, you did a, like, a, you talked in front of, like, some college kids or something about podcasting and this podcast or masters, and I don't know if you wanted to mention anything about that, like, how that went, because I'm curious to see what, you know, 
a new generation of fans were thinking maybe of podcast He-Man or whatever. Um, yeah, I was asked by a professor of Virginia Tech to come talk to some uh, students about uh, podcasting and, and what I podcast about. And it pretty much just became like an informal rap session with, you know, the professor and six students um, about what we do on the podcast, what the podcast is about, and, um, you know, why why I do the podcast. And um, I explained to him who Joe was. And um, most of them had never heard of He-Man. I think some of them were, were kind of familiar with uh, Skeletor, Orko, and He-Man, but that was really about it. I don't think they knew there was a transformation sequence. I don't think they knew much of anything else other than, than that. And, um, you know, they, they were asking me questions, you know, like, do you think He-Man would work today? And I'm like, hell yeah, he would work today, but he's got to be treated with dignity and the source material's got to be honored and not some, you know, goof's got to come in here and try and recreate it and, re, you know, retool it and reboot it and just to make himself look a lot smarter and just piss everybody off. But um talked a lot about that. We talked superheroes. We talked movies, you know, what makes a good villain and things like that. And I was trying to explain that, you know, Skeletor is a is a evil villain. He's not a complicated villain with gray levels. No, he is strictly a pure villain. And it was explaining to him, you know, about the Horde and the Snake Man and things like that, too. And um, um, it all it all hey, worked out good. Good. And, and I think somebody has finally joined us. I think Zodak, what the hell? Popped up. Greetings from Eternia. <laughs> How you doing, John? I'm doing pretty good. All right, love that. Sorry for, <laughs> sorry for arriving a little late. There was some cosmic interference or something there. D- don't even no. Like I said, don't feel bad because Tyler was doing this by himself because I couldn't get on. I was having internet issues and it ended up being my cable going to my modem was frayed and it kept cutting in and out of the internet. I had to go get a new one and rushed home and I made it like I think maybe 15, maybe 20 minutes while Tyler was into it. And so I didn't know what the hell was going on. Well, Tyler, I saw you all by yourself there. I felt so bad. I was trying to connect. It wouldn't connect. Uh, I guess signals got mixed up. It went to my other email account, not my admin email world account. So I got the message, but when I tried to click, there was no group. So I'm like, what? what is going on here? But now I'm here, so. All right, well, no worries. You still made it regardless, so it all worked out. <laughs> no, yeah, so it is. It's, it's great you showed up. And, well, uh, I know you know more about the Mondo stuff. Like I said, I was trying to talk with Tyler about it, but I didn't get to click on any articles and see things. I just seen a quick header. So maybe you right. can all know what's going on with the Mondo figures. Well, uh, Brock posted on uh, his Vimeo account the other day uh, some new um, shots of the uh, the test figures, uh, which got posted on a few websites yesterday, which looked pretty awesome. Um, so these are basically like the figures are almost good to go, I guess, uh, by the looks of things. I'm going to take this off because I can barely hear through that. There we go. <laughs> okay. um, but... Uh, yeah, I know. Uh, he posted the test shot figures there, and uh, they're looking pretty good. Like, you could hear the joints clicking when he was moving the legs and the arms and stuff. And uh, it sounds like it's going to happen uh, this year, fingers crossed. So, he was yeah, saying 2018. Been, yeah, because it's been a while. It's been maybe – has it almost been a couple years since the first prototypes were shown or what? I think it was been uh, over two years since the prototypes were shown. Okay, so far we know of He-Man, Skeletor, and Faker, correct? Are those the main three so far, or what? Those are the main three that have been revealed so far. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
And I know there's uh, two other characters that, well, we, we saw a man at arm's mace. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's pretty safe to say he's coming. And we saw a merman's sword. So we know merman is coming. Other than uh, those five, I don't know which figures are, are in the works. But And price-wise, would you say they're going to be on par with like some of those Ninja Turtle ones, meaning like 100 to 150 a piece, or what? I think it's somewhere between 125 and 150. So, yeah, pretty similar to those uh, those four Ninja Turtle figures that they released, uh, which are amazing toys, too. I mean, those are really good quality, well-made toys. Right, and they're so, 12 inches, right? Aren't they like 12 they're inches? They're 12, yeah. Yeah, they're they're a lot bigger than the uh, Motu C or the Super Seven figures. I look at them as a little, being a little different from that kind. Like these are higher end toys, right? And uh, to be honest, those are the toys that I'm most excited about collecting this year are the Mondo toys. They and they look fantastic. It's just like you said. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're a little pricey, but they're well worth it if you have the money. I mean, hell, there's. You remember we got those gigantic sideshow statues years ago, and yeah, if yeah. you have the funds, and then, like I said, you want them. They're they're not going to be like you said, they're not going to be cheap plastic. So I, I'm assuming they're going to be very durable, especially at that size. You don't want to have yeah. something cheap at that size and worry about it falling and just smashing to pieces. You better make something pretty strong. Yeah, exactly. Like I, you know, I love the statues, but I don't collect them. To me, they're they're too fragile, and you know, uh, pets and stuff. Something's going to knock it over, kind of thing. So I, I never buy those. Um, but I, I'm all about the toys and. Having a nice, you know, twelve-inch action figure of Skeletor or He-Man, uh, like like even the 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 large toys that uh, Mattel released of the the giants, the vintage figures. Uh, I love those. I love yeah. those. I find when I have those on display, people talk about those. Like when I have guests over, more than the other toys, they just they stand yeah. out. So yeah. it's kind of cool. The you know, getting a twelve-inch toy from Mondo or something like that. So so I'm excited about it. And, you know, they come with some pretty cool things, too. Like, we saw He-Man is going to come with uh, the laser pistol from the movie. Oh, and, you know, and I think, um, what else is there? Uh, some of the little filmation creatures they were going to package with them, too, right? Is it Burby? Is Burby coming with one yeah, of Yeah, the little robot dog from the Christmas special. Oh, Relay, Relay. Yeah, oh, yeah. Well, where am I getting? For some reason, I could be wrong, but you remember that little crazy creature that ate that, um, see, Tyler would know from Filmation, he ate something that made him... Busby. What was it? His name is Furby. He's a Busby. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, I was sitting there calling him Burby. Well, uh, I was close, but yeah, <laughs> he ate something that got sick, and I thought they were making him to be with one of those statues, but I might be wrong, but definitely to have Relay in some form is kind of cool, because... Yeah, Relay, yeah, he's going to be packaged as far as I know with the Skeletor from Mondo, which is pretty cool, so, um, you know, he, he'd be a little bit bigger than the, the Motu C kind of figures, but it would probably still look good with Motu C too, kind of thing, so... Yeah, I'm 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 excited for those for those Mondo figures. Uh, we haven't seen what the packaging looks like. I'm excited to see what that's going to look like too. You know, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm curious to see what other goodies uh, Man at Arms comes with. I had heard Man at Arms was going to come possibly rumor uh, with the one rifle from the movie as well too. Um, so I think we're going to see a few cool movie props with these figures as well because apparently they can't make them as like. Frank Langella, Dolph Lundgren, He-Man, Skeletor. Um, but they can make, like, the power sword and stuff like that. So they can make some of uh, 
those extras with those figures. So wouldn't you piss your pants if they did make a Franklin Jello gigantic Skeletor? Don't love oh, it either. Man, they gotta figure out the rights issue with that. That's yeah. driving me nuts. Like I'm hoping once uh, Sony or whoever gets a movie off the ground, <laughs> they'll go back and revisit that, and maybe we'll see a Frank Skeletor. You know, a Dolph He Man. Yeah, uh, it's about time. It's been over 30 years. Like, there's no excuse why we don't have those yet. So somebody's got to spend some money somewhere. But, you know, you make those things, you sell them, you're going to make your money back. So what's Definitely. what's the weight, you know? No, exactly. Really quick, I was going to say in the chat room, Zentron said it was, I think it was Eternium he said that, that Furby ate. So was that it, Tyler? He ate, he ate Eternium that made him sick? Yep. He ate the last oh. bit of it. Oh, okay. Well, thank you, Zentron. I appreciate that, because sometimes <laughs> things drive me nuts when I don't know absolutely anything, which, when it comes to filmation, I definitely do not know every single detail, and when we get to the uh, discussion of the search, uh, no doubt Tyler's going to know this, and I'm sure, John, with Zodak being one of your favorite characters, you probably yeah. know the search quite well as yeah, well. as well. <laughs> <laughs> with all the helmets you got in the background, so we know what you oh, got. Oh, yeah, my about. little Zodak helmet collection back there yes yes well before so. we get into the search discussion because tyler will transition all the way into that and tell everybody what to do when we come to that did you have anything else you wanted to mention anything going on or that you can think of figure wise things going on in the community your page or anything anything to discuss i'm sure something will pop into my head soon right off the bat i can't think of anything so well, really quickly, uh, uh, if anything... Uh, I, I guess I can tell you uh, we will be getting a sneak peek of something soon from Mondo uh, exclusive to He-Man World, but I can't say what yet, but okay. that'll be posted That's, soon. That sounds good. That sounds yeah. good. We always like exclusives, so we'll keep our eyes peeled on that. Yeah. And, well, I guess really quick, uh, you know, Tal and I were discussing about all them in, insane Funko 5.5-inch figures. I don't know if you flip over them as much or what you think, but I, I was just going absolutely nuts. I think those look amazing. I saw the Thundercats this evening. Uh, that's, oh, man. That's the line I wanted when I was a kid. You know, I was always hardcore about He-Man Masters of the Universe. But I did collect Thundercats and stuff. But there was always, like, that different size scale. They didn't really look right, you know, when you put them next to each other kind of thing. Uh, these figures look amazing. They're going to look awesome displayed next to He-Man figures if you want to do that with your collection. Uh, definitely. And, you know, I uh, I like what Super 7's been releasing so far with their, you know, their line that they're going to be coming out with, uh, with Hero and Eldor and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I can't help but wonder what a Funko He-Man would look like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty awesome. That would be nuts, I mean, because you've seen, like you said, Thundercats, and then you've seen the Conan line that'll be happening. And yeah. also... I mean, you know me, I'm a big horror fan. I know you're not probably as much, but I got giddy thinking, damn, I get to see a fantasy Jason and Michael Myers and Freddy? I just lost my mind there. Yeah, yeah. I like, you know, I do like the horror uh, characters and stuff. When I was a kid, I remember getting in trouble from my parents because I made a Freddy Krueger glove uh, out of metal. And the only part that wasn't metal was the claws. I thought, you know, I I used like... um, uh, plastic that I'd kept for the claws, but the whole the rest of the glove was like uh, uh, copper. Because you know the beginning of Friday or uh, Nightmare on Elm Street, you see how he made the glove kind of thing, right? Yeah. And so I basically just copied that. So yeah, I like Freddy, not so much Jason. Boom. Uh, no. <laughs> although I'll tell you something, my next door neighbor across the street uh, was one of the original actors to play uh, Jason. I live next door to uh, an actor's co-op, and, and he lives next door. And wait, 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 wait. Which, which Jason are you talking about? 
I can't think offhand which actor it is. My brother told me that that he's living there. He lives in the co-op. And he's an older guy now. I think he's probably in his 70s or 80s, whoever it is. So that rings a bell. But he's a Canadian actor, so maybe that'll help you with that. Yeah, I can't think offhand his name, but... Oh, my God. you got to see if he's got any original props. Say that you know somebody, which is me, who's an insane Friday the 13th fan that would be interested in anything that he might have. And maybe I'll get something autographed. You know how we could do the hookup, John. Oh, I'll, ta- I'll talk to my brother about it. I literally live across the street from this co-op. So That's I'll, insane. I'll find out which Jason it is, but it's across the street. Son of a gun. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and I want to say hello to Jeff Prime in the chat room who's just joined us as well. But... All right, well, we got pretty much the ranting of all the new stuff that's happening, and thank you for at least letting us know there will be an exclusive with He-Man World and Mondo. That's Can't wait to see what's going to be going on with that, so we'll make sure everybody's staying up to date on that. But I'm going to pass it now to Tyler, because this is where Tyler's going to do his thing, and Joe will shut up for a little bit. So, Tyler, go ahead. you got to tell people what to do. Uh, for people who haven't figured out, we'll be doing a commentary for uh, Filmation's The Search. I'm using the episode that's on uh, James E. Talks, um, official He-Man YouTube channel. There's no commercials on it, so you can just go to that and just hit play. Um, so I'm just going to count down from three, and when I say play, hit play at the same time. You guys all set? Hold on one second. I got to get the stupid Arby's ad off. And you said this is the one on He-Man official, correct? Yeah, J- yeah James's channel, yeah. That's weird. The one I got shows all these damn little commercial uh, intervals that'll be keep popping up. Maybe I clicked the wrong link. Just give uh, Joe, who loves screwing everything up, a thirty second um, delay. Hold on a second. I gotta find the, the official one where there's not gonna be all these issues. Huh? Oh damn it! I might have little issues. I don't know about you, uh, John. If yours is doing it, but for whatever reason, I'm just taking a look, trying to find it here. Yeah. I just typed in the search He-Man, you know, just to bring it up, and it says He-Man official, and it shows He-Man with I Have the Power Sword, but it shows all these damn little yellow pops that'll pop yeah, up for... Uh... My, mine doesn't have that. Um... Hmm. What did you type, by chance, on YouTube? So others who are listening in the chat room, if they try, they can I do the same thing. And the search. You said just the search? That's it? He-Man the search in, in, in the YouTube um, uh, search box. Okay, um, and what's the picture that showed up for, uh, like, the it's icon? When you... Holding the star seed. Damn, I got the same one. Well, you know what? I have, like, again, a bad computer, and maybe mine, just for whatever reasons, will have these stupid things. But that's okay. I can always click them off when it happens. So when everything is all set, you can let everybody know what to do, but we'll wait for John for you to get it set on YouTube. And, uh, of course, like you said to everybody in the chat room, if you guys, you can dual screen so you can still watch and listen to us and then hit mute on the other one while you watch. But you can do that with us if you just dual screen and you can watch the search and listen and watch us. But, John, you tell me when you find it on YouTube. and John, Zodak's doing a little bit of clicking. He, he's he's going to find it here in a second. He's, he's searching for himself. He's writing the cosmic. There, there. <laughs> there you go. He's he's in serious mode now. He he just he pulled the helmet down. He's find it here. Okay. All right. And let me see. Yeah, Zen Brown. Yeah, we, we are having. You know, like I said, it's fun when you do it live like this, and you have some technical difficulties and crazy stuff. Zen, it happens. Makes it more fun. Like I said, I come late to the show, and then John was having issues too, and well. Uh, 
hopefully we don't have uh, things always screwing up with our wires and connections and whatever, but it happens. But Zentron said he has most of the episode memorized, so he, he said he'd be, he'll be here with us and he'll know what's going on. Cool. All right, so we're looking for the search, right? Yes. Full episode? Yes. Okay, I've got, I've got the link here. Okay. Okay, so uh, let me just post it here. All right, yeah. I don't know why. Like I said, I like having... I just typed in the search Zodiac on YouTube, and it popped right up. There you All go. right. And do you see in the bar at the bottom, like, when you highlight, does it show, like, little yellow tabs every few th- seconds or no? Mm, let me see here. Just want to make sure. It, maybe it's just me and my computer. Maybe I just have a... Uh... Yeah, yeah. I see the little yellow tabs here. Okay. Well, good. At least it wasn't just me, but I'm sure if they ad comes up we can always click it off but we'll be good like i said this is another thing of crazy insane improvising that we'll just let it go maybe it must be the device i'm using here why the ads aren't aren't popping up on mine so if the ads pop up just pause mine and keep it that way we're all we're all in in, on track so if you guys are all set go ahead and count us down i'm uh i'm set if john said i'm set i'm set yeah all right, three, two, one, play. Bing. All right, go ahead. Pass a question to John while we're doing these uh, intros, Tyler. Yeah, uh, I was gonna say, John, what's your first? I guess your first time seeing this episode with it being such a Zodiac-centric episode. Oh, probably when it first came out. Uh, I used to race home from school every day at uh, 3.30 to go to watch the cartoon. So I'm guessing 1983, maybe 84, first time I saw this. So you saw it originally in syndication. I wouldn't say this till I got it on bootleg in 11th grade. Yeah, Tyler always has these very unique uh, ways of seeing things first. I mean, his usually it's usually... I came across it, too, because I, when I got those tapes, I didn't know who was in what episode. So when I first got I would fast-forward through certain episodes. I was like, just wanting to know who's in... All right, okay. And when I saw Zodak was in this episode, I stopped and watched it because, like, oh, my God, Zodak showed up in another episode. So... Mm. Oh, there went my first ad, which I'll be skipping in a couple seconds. And it's right back. Okay, I'm back. It's... Uh, I know. All right. Right now, it's just showing the evil forces of Skeletor and Skeletor left. So that's what happened for mine. Okay, I'm at the search title card now. You are? Okay. I'll I'll, I'll pause it for a second here. There, I jumped it just forward a second. And now I see Zodak in front of the Sorceress. Yep. Okay, Okay, good. So I'm I'm on a slight delay behind you guys. So we're we're relatively caught up here. But... um... I like I like Zodak's look and filmation. I like the white gloves, and uh, he doesn't have the the kind of. Oh, there he is! Yeah, tan. very handsome fellow. Yes, he got a good tan, man. Zodak. Yeah. I guess he's he's riding very close to the sun to maintain that awesome tan. <laughs> he's Italian. That's what I used to think. That's what I told you. I was like, we never seen no Italian cartoon characters when I was growing up. And my dad, who's super dark Italian, I always said, "Hey, Zodak's Italian," and he definitely looked different from the figure. So. That's what I used to do. That was that was the only Italian character I'd have in cartoons. So I know he isn't, but I guess I can dream, can I? Mm-hmm. Have some little relate to somebody. 
And here comes, okay, now uh, we see Tila and, of course, Prince Adam. That's what I'm seeing right now. I don't know about Tyler. Yeah, and me too. Okay. All right, but go ahead, yeah, Tyler. Support your thoughts or John. Go ahead. They're off to visit villagers. There's some been some mild trimmers. And Tila. Tila's being bitchy, giving Adam orders. PMSing all over the place. Just <laughs> awesome. Awesome. Busting his balls. It's like this. This is the only thing that gets this woman out of bed is to like how she can just, just really just grab a hold of him and just twist him as much as she can. <laughs> and Tyler, always, as you know, he yeah, he goes nuts with Teal and her, you know, nagging on Prince Adam, which she did go a little too much in this. It's like it's it's, it's not like I, I got a, like a vendetta. I guess it's just how all the writers just felt we need to write her as obnoxious as possible. Which unfortunately carried over into MYP a little too much yeah. too. So, yeah, a little too much sometimes in that one. Yeah, they could have kept it a little more like some of the original maybe DC comics, but of course we didn't have her as warrior goddess, you know, like how she was in that. You know, no, here she comes. Information, but she just, you know, for the most part, yeah, she just written something stuck up her ass. <laughs> and check out yeah. uh, there goes Oracle with showing a little bit of his different powers and abilities. When he can maybe do something, hopefully right until he hits a tree. So now, I don't remember him turning into a, a light ball like that ever flying around. Did he do that a lot? I don't think so. I don't remember it. Uh, it but it, it looks pretty imposing. He, I mean, he looks like a you know a lot a lot stronger with that because you, you you tend to see like Evil Land and other powerful sorcerers doing stuff like mm, that. Yeah. And it seemed like they had some at least maybe unique animation for Prince Adam, like when he was flying on that, you know, sky slid and how his hair was. I don't know how many times that was used because, you know, they, of course, reused a lot of the animation. That looked unique for this episode, and I didn't know if they ever showed it before. And here it goes. Here we go about a little bit of a message. Let the fans know what's going on, Tyler, in case they, you know, didn't know what's happening here with Goar. Prince Adam, he needs to get to Grayskull now. Like, we we got a major emergency. Get your ass to Grayskull. The quote, you know, total recall there. And was this the first appearance for Zodak or what? Second. His first one was in a um, quest for He-Man. Okay. All right. So I was letting fans know that. And here we go. That iconic moment. The moment all of us did as a kid. We'd have a stick. We'd have a, oh, and I got an ad. So I'm going to have to skip this. So hold on one second. And bam. And here. There, I passed that. He is now doing I Have the Power, and he's there goes Battle Cat. He just transformed. So <laughs> these damn ads, it's like son of a gun. So, But yeah, that was always that moment, boy, when he transformed. I get chills as a kid. And now, here we go with Tila. Now, what is Tila doing again, uh, Tyler? So, in case fans were wondering what's going on with her with this storm. They went, she's going to go check out stuff. Of course, now she's just pretty much written out of the story. This is just kind of to kind of write her up. But she sees Adam Skysled heading back to the palace, and she's going to throw a fit. And she's written out of the story after this point. So, it's just something to kind of quickly, you know, wrap up her, her part of the story there. So, here we are back at Grace Skulda. Let He-Man know what's going on. Always, always, and I'm sure John notices this as well. Like anytime there's a new artifact, I thought it was only a legend. I thought it was a myth. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Legend. Every artifact, yeah, a myth, a legend. And then you find out this. Yes, it's really it real. 
is is a cool thing that David Weiss came up for this episode. It's, it's a shame that it was never used anymore, like you know, like most artifacts in, in the He-Man series. It was just kind of a one-time deal. And what's the amazing thing about this star seed? For those who are wondering, what is so special about this star seed? It's kind of like the big bang of the universe for He-Man, pretty much. Like it's it's like the yeah, it's kind of like the best way I can describe it. I'm not, I'm not a um, uh, a chemist or anything like that, or a uh, hell, I don't know science. I'm not even going to try and pretend like I, I know what the hell I'm talking about here. But is it that way? Comes off like it's it's like the 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 um, artifact that essentially created the universe, and it allows anybody that holds it to kind of do whatever it tells it to. You know, if you wanted to so, create you a nice cheeseburger, you create you a nice cheeseburger right down the block. And it kind of what would you say can consume you if you let it, it overtake you? Very powerful item too. That whoever's holding it, it, it it's you'd almost want to sit there and say it's it's not pure evil. It's just pure power. Like it can corrupt you. You know, yeah. we would say later on too is that it, it tends to corrupt He Man just from touching it. Um, so it, it, a good person is it, it tends. Well, I can't really say it intensifies good. It just intensifies power. Period. So maybe possibly you could say if somebody was maybe of not a very strong will, it could even corrupt a good person to maybe get them very power hungry. And of course, people who are evil, it really twists them even more because all they think about is ruling and power and everything. Exactly. And let me get ready to see the crew Orko being cute with his little ears flickering there. Did you like this episode, John, when it came on a lot when you were uh, a kid? Did you get it? You know, because there's certain episodes when you see them, it gets you excited, like, oh, man, here's this episode. What were you always thinking when you would see the search come out? I always thought this was one of the best episodes. Uh, You know, it's cool to see Zodak in it and stuff like that. Um, But for me, it was the the story with He-Man, because here is this noble hero who's almost corrupted by this uh, star seed. He almost uses it against Skeletor. But he doesn't. He he does the right thing in the end. So as a kid, yeah, this one really stuck with me a lot. And I think it really helped emphasize to me the fact that, you know, He-Man is such a noble uh, hero. And was uh, even back then, was Zodak always one of your favorites even back then? I just thought Zodak was really cool. And, you know, the original toy, it said he was uh, an evil uh, warrior, right? Like evil, what was it, evil bounty hunter or something? No, evil cosmic enforcer. And he was supposed to be like the bounty hunter, like in some of the original production art, they call him that. So he's kind of like the, maybe the Boba Fett character for yeah. Masters of the Universe at the time. Cause bounty hunters were really big. Thanks. Empire Strikes Back. <laughs> um, so it was just intriguing to me that there was this figure. He was an evil character, but then the cartoon came out and suddenly he was good. So I always kind of wondered a bit about his backstory. If he was evil and became good, you know, what the whole deal was with him. Yeah, because Zod- yeah, that was the thing for me was Zodak always felt like, oh, my God, when he shows up, like I always said, not God, but a, like, God-like character. It felt like when he showed up, like, oh, my God, here is Zodak because he only intervenes, you know, like, remember, he keeps the neutrality throughout the universe. So when he'd show up, it was always a special moment for me when I would see him. And like you said, you didn't see him many times. But I mm-hmm. see this thing on the vintage toy. I mean, like you said, I know originally he was maybe going to be evil, but I thought on the figure that i got i don't think they mentioned on the actual card for his description i didn't think it said evil cosmic enforcer i thought it just said cosmic enforcer and i think at least on some of the original cards it said uh evil it, oh did it, did it? No i'm pretty shit. sure it did oh i did pretty i sure did. did 
I never, no, I, I never knew. I just, uh, he was one of my good guys, even though, like you said, I mean, maybe it did say evil on some and some it didn't, but I guess it was just a way of bouncing it out. And, and of course, when we got the PowerPoint dread, you know, with that record book and stuff. So whenever you'd see him and, and of course the DC comics, you know, you see that he's keeping the balance. So, but no, I did. I like seeing when he'd come in the cartoon, but like I said, you never seen him do too much. Like in this episode, he's not really doing anything, but as you find out, there's a, there's a purpose of what's going on, why this is all happening anyways. Like, ah, I see what he's doing. Yeah, like I'm looking at some pictures right now, and I do see it says Cosmic Enforcer. It doesn't say evil. It just says Cosmic Enforcer. Well, like but then said, on the back been... of the card, he's mm-hmm. fighting the heroes. Yeah, no, true, true. You're yeah. right. It's, it's enough to make you wonder what, what the hell's going on. No, you're right. And maybe some of the earlier ones did say evil on it. I just – see, it's the thing. Even though I have all my collection from my childhood – I'll admit, I, I don't collect the carded figures now, because I know there's a lot of people love collecting, so they know every detail on them cards, you know, variants, different countries. So I'm pretty clueless most of the time when it comes to them cards, believe it or not. I don't know what the hell was on half of the front ones. Yeah, I know on some of, like, it might not have been on the packaging, but in some of the early media, I did list them as an evil cosmic enforcer. It might have been even inside some of the many comics, maybe. That had listed him as that. Oh, okay. I always like that scene, seeing when Beastman and Merman are struggling their butt off to try to move just that that rock that's blocking Skeletor's. Tyler, what is that drill thing called? Did it have a specific name? Skeletor's drilling machine. That that's oh. it. <laughs> I guess it's simple enough, huh? All right. Now it's it always I always like seeing anything different that was in that cartoon, thinking you know you'd always think toy wise. Hey, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. And, yeah, as as a kid, I remember using my mom's uh, vacuum cleaner as as that toy because the handle you could fit two figures in like they were sitting there. So you're kidding. My mom's vacuum cleaner was that toy when I was, <laughs> didn't have a drill on the front, but you know I thought it looked close enough. That's a cool last memory. Oh, that's pretty cool. That's bizarre. Uh, Very bizarre, yeah. <laughs> it is, but it's it's strange. That's what I said. The imagination of children, what we did with half of the stuff to get what we didn't have and hoped we could have. So that's yeah. a new one. I still was hoping you'd have that original Freddy Claw you were talking about earlier. That'd be cool to see. Oh, my parents threw that out. They were pretty mad at me for making that. Oh, really? Yeah, long story. Yep. And here goes He-Man doing his thing. He he cleared the way. And why did he clear the way, Tyler? Why is He-Man doing this in case people are wondering what was going on? Skeletor's got Orko captured, and he's pretty much kind of forcing He-Man's hand. He's like, "Look, do you want your friend uh, alive? You're gonna, you just, you're gonna dig us out of here. You're gonna keep digging and digging and digging and take Beastman's crap and whatever mm-hmm. it takes them, you know." And here they are. So, pretty much kind of being forced to work together here to to keep Orko alive. Which is a weird moment, you know, because it makes you think, "Oh my God, He-Man's work." you know, working with Skeletor, and it always seems strange in the cartoon. Yeah, Beastman calling He-Man a slave and then laughing is <laughs> very strange. Yeah, Beastman gets to have his little moment. And um, does it just help enhance the the big test that Zodak has put upon He-Man? Like, not only is he facing the Star Sea, but he's, like, facing down this big task and actually willing to work with Skeletor, not knowing he's going to come in contact with the Star Sea at some point. Yeah. And these it's monsters, just- I, I think they're from Black Star, I think, but they just don't look like they fit. This is, when I first saw this, I just saw the, these these ice demons or just demons in general. Just felt like they they were from another cartoon because they just 
everything in filmation kind of has a certain look and these look like they they were pulled from another cartoon which I, I think they were you know i agree with you i didn't know what i mean I, I would have never known they came from another cartoon you know growing up but there were certain characters when they popped up looked so generic that i never got into them and these were some of them along with the one episode where there was this goofy fire demon thing that talked really spooky to he-man or something like this thing looks so there were some things i hated and it was supposed to be like the devil oh god i couldn't stand the thing but yeah these things couldn't stand them it was cool to see though they use like you, you said an ice or crystal powers that put around skeletor's vehicle which then released orko out of his spell under skeletor so now orko's free but i was gonna see battle cat getting into it you know battle cat he's, he's gonna do his thing if he can so now yeah we gotta here we go now this part i uh, you knew there's something coming but uh john what was your thought of uh you know what's coming here but oh yeah 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 uh, this I, I just yeah you, like i said it'll be coming soon but i like it it's like you know orko he's his little bag of tricks they'll, they'll work once in a while and he's always got so much stuff in his empty head and there we go hey you like the star on that you know star seed get it and they did a little play there i think this is a little bouncy ball but no all right here we go he man using his there we go and now skeletor's <laughs> skeletor free and I think we, I might be having an ad coming up in on a minute or something, but hopefully not. But it did. It seemed like these two were kind of working together. It was just any time when one's working with the other or doing something to stop something, it was just, it was weird seeing it. But there we go. I always kind of like that, though, you know. Yeah. Like the, I said, the, the times even. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. Not the typical team up, though. This kind of comes off like. He-Man's being forced to do it as opposed to like, come on, look, we've got a common enemy here. We need to work together. This 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 comes off as a not the typical team up that you would see in like Evil Seed and the Save Skeletor. No, that's true. You're right. There's there's different. I just love whenever they work together. Skeletor always betrays them in the end. Oh sure. You know. <laughs> you think He-Man would learn? Yeah. Heck, even after He-Man saves them sometime, and just it still means nothing. Yeah. There we go, Skeletor. Thanks, he. He's got the star seed there. But <laughs> oh boy, there's there's. A... And I wondered why it didn't really uh, kind of consume Orko. Do you think it's because he's maybe just a little? Uh, I don't know the magic that flows in him. Trolling some... enough story time to, to to have Orko be you know, tempted by it. That would be its own story to have Orko come across the star seed. And, yeah. And, uh... By his corruption. Yeah, like I said, maybe just because, yeah, he's a little magical creature, maybe it wouldn't bother him as much. Right now I'm seeing, uh, yeah, Orko's holding it because I had that quick little thing, Skeletor's holding it, he just bounced. Yeah, they're starts. both, yeah. Okay, so good, we're all on track, we're on the same thing, all right. But yeah, here comes that moment you were talking about, John, earlier, which, yeah, as a kid, ooh, this this was weird. <laughs> and what's he saying, Tyler? Let some of the fans know, what what is he, man? That look, oh man, that look. You know, you know, I could, I could do whatever I want. I could rid the world of evil with, with this. I mean, just the way He Man looks at it. That mm-hmm. it's just and John Irwin's delivery of this, this corrupted mindset that he's fighting right now, and Skeletor is just relishing in this. Oh, you're evil too, He Man. This is awesome. We can make one kick-ass team. And, uh-huh. and John Irwin does a good job of, of delivering this, this um, dilemma that He Man's finding himself in right now. 
Which as a kid, I mean, I'm sure, John, you felt the same way. This was scary to me. I was like, is E-Man oh, It was. And, you know, Skeletor says it looks like you and I are not so, you know, yeah. far apart. You know, that's kind of scary hearing that as a kid. Yeah, because you're thinking, my God, is He-Man going to do something bad here? Because you're right, you're seeing a face that you've never seen that face on He-Man before. And, <laughs> yeah, how they drew I mean, you're right. It looked, it was scary. It was a scary moment, but, of course, E-Man's able to definitely fight off the power of that star seed, which, of and course, will find Simple story. Some of the best stories of He-Man are always the simplest ones. Like, this is not, like, a big, complicated story, or it's like, okay, we're, we're all over the place here. It's, it's pretty simplistic, especially with the whole purpose of this story here, too. Yeah. yeah, which yeah. we find out here, which you could say, Tyler, what this whole reasoning was for. I like how Skelter ran away in the end, too, because it was kind of like, he didn't know whether or not He-Man like used that power against him, so he got out of there faster than usual. Yeah, <laughs> I always like that 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 kind of shine, glisten on Zodak's eyes on on his mask. Yes, yeah, it was just a cool cool looking effect on his mask. And this was all a test, then, correct, Tyler? That's all that was basically the correct. Best virtue to, to to just ensure that he is worthy of his powers. And that's, that's it's a cool story, and it's a great way of bringing Zodak into the show uh, for another time. And honestly, I think this is this is a lot more memorable than Quest for He Man because it, Zodak is even though he's, he helps him get to where He Man is at, this this gives Zodak a more prominent role in the story. And how many more times do we even get Zodak in the cartoon? Did you say Tyler? Just that this was the last time. Then you got a cameo in the Christmas special, and that's it. Isn't that sad? I mean, I know I wanted so much more of them. Same thing with you, John. It's like, it just sucked we didn't get more of Zodak in the cartoon back then. Yeah, we didn't get him that much. I mean, there was that episode with him and the other guy who becomes a cosmic enforcer. And what was his name? Um, oh. Started with a Z, too, did it not? Oh, yeah. God, I'm all about that episode. Z- um, Z- Man, but I think that was the only other one that comes to mind with Zodak. Oh, God, I feel like a moron. I can't even think yeah, of his name. Like but he had, getting that episode. Damn. Didn't he have a goatee, too? Didn't he have a goatee? Yeah, it was uh, Xanthor. Xanthor, yeah. That was the the Golden Discs of Knowledge episode. Oh, my God. Out of all episodes to forget, too. Jesus. That's why I forgot it. I was never a fan of that episode. Oh, you weren't? No, I, I never thought it was that good. That's why I forgot Zanthor. <laughs> I did like that we saw another person become a cosmic enforcer. That's what kind of opened that up to me that, you know, these guys are kind of like the Green Lantern Corps or something, you know. Right. Like there was more than one. I'm kind of torn on that idea. Like, I, I really like Zodak being the only one riding around the universe in his, in his chair, kind of keeping watch over it. But it is cool to have, you know, a, a, a legion of these cosmic enforcers, all mm-hmm. different different parts of the galaxy and different backgrounds all been giving the, 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 the responsibility of being a cosmic enforcer. So, and that idea, it is pretty cool. And I, you know, beyond those two, the one, it's such a shame we never got. And I guess only in a dream world could it be cool, but, you know, I'd love to see that alien version that, you know, the concept of the four horsemen, I thought, you know, had. I'd like yeah. to see that. I would, yeah, I would love to see him in figure form, especially if, like, let's say, with all this like resurgence of not only five and a half inch style, and of course we got classic style. I mean, how great it would it be if there was somehow some kind of collector line to where they did 
like the 2000X figures again, whether, you know, you know, just like how they did for stacks and figures, but maybe give it in that style something just to give us that alien version and maybe other stuff. Because I can't remember how many other concepts or Zodak concepts there were, but I'm sure, John, you'd probably know a lot of them. But what would you think about having more cosmic enforcers in different looks, maybe with just different names, too? Oh, I, I like that idea. Yeah, I like the idea of, like, you know, the alien uh, Zodak that Four Horsemen had designed before. I always thought that would be cool to see as a figure. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I like the idea that there's, a you know, more of these guys with slightly different looks and stuff like that. And uh, even with Wondar, I always kind of wondered about that, too. Like, was there a cool way to tie him in more with the Cosmic Enforcers, that sort of thing? Yeah, well, yeah him... Well, you know me with the whole Wonder Bread thing. I try to, you know, forget about it. But I mean, you know, it's cool. Like you said, I guess I tried something different to do a lot of, you know, bringing in some of the the mythology and some of the the thoughts of where did this character come from? We're not quite sure. So bringing them into the world of classics and giving a little story, I could see that. Mm-hmm. But you know, some people say they don't even want to ever know the real origin of that wonder bread he-man figure which again was not from wonder bread it's a real figure but it wasn't from wonder bread maybe we'll never know i don't know it's just i know of every damn promotion that was back then when i was growing up with he-man and i knew of everything from you know burger king to uh, nestle quick to some of the other mailaways and mailaway figures and for pro I, there was nothing with Wonder Bread. Wonder Bread had the trading cards. And people said, I remember a form. It's like, no, the form that was on that bread was for actually, it was coupons for not only bread, but it was a coupon to save a dollar or two off of some He-Man figures. But there was never an offer for a mail-away that said, you get Wonder Bread. It never happened. Yeah, I never heard of really offers for those kind of things before. King Randor is the only one I remember for Mail mail away figure. Is that just in Canada? Because we never. I don't. I don't remember it too well. But I know some people almost flipped my mask off. We almost had a Joe reveal there. <laughs> but um, no. Um, I know a lot of people said that they seen that in Canada. But I was like, yeah, I, I yeah, in Canada it was a thing. Um, uh, yeah, I remember the figures would come with like little certificates, and I think you needed three or something like that, and you'd mail them in, and. Uh, you'd get a free King Randor. I still remember going to the post office, getting the figure. Um, I I don't remember if it was an MOC figure or if it was just like a loose figure inside the package, but I remember it was like a yellow um, bubble wrap package that it came in. Yeah, because that's funny. A lot of uh, fans I've seen in groups, they all were, you know, a good portion saying, did you guys just get your, you know, your King Randor mail away? They were like, did they ever sell them in the store? And I was thinking, yeah, they sold them in the store. I remember getting them when I think I got Scareglow and Clamp Champ and Sorceress when I went into like one of those local, local toy stores inside the mall. It was like a hobby store. And mm-hmm. that's when they just had the whole damn wave there. I'm freaking like, what's this? What's this? Of course, you know, you know King Randor, you know the Sorceress. But when I'm seeing these other ones, Scareglow and Ninjor, and I'm like, what the hell is it? But I'm freaking out. You're a kid. You're buying up everything He-Man you can get. You know, we again, that's how we were introduced to stuff. We didn't have the internet. You didn't know what was coming out. You just had to be surprised. So. Yeah, uh, you know, it's uh, Randor was one of those weird things. I, I do vaguely remember there was like a little piece of photocopied paper inside the uh, MOC figures behind the mini comic uh, that told you how you could send away, and you had to have like 
three proofs of purchase from three uh, figures that you'd have to mail in with it too. Well, and, um, yeah. Well, there was the one that is the infamous one, which again, this wasn't a Wonder Bread or excuse me, Wonder Bread mail away form, but there is this mail away form that obviously predates Wonder Bread trading cards by at least four years, but it was this mail away form. It had a hole punch in the middle. And the reason I remember it is because I remember at the stores, they're hanging on one of those things, like a thick booklet, if you know what I mean. And you'd pop them off the you know, rack that's in front of the toys. And it said, buy three, get one free. And you could choose from Masters of the Universe, Barbie, um, Manchi Cheese, and uh, one other line of figures. But then you would send that to Mattel, and Mattel sent you a figure back, which the I think uh, there was Manny Faces, Beastman, I can't remember another one, but those were some of the options that you would get and were available. But hmm. some people think maybe they did have some weird stock of an early prototype of He-Man that was maybe sent. I don't remember that at all being sent, because when I got mine, I got a Beastman, and mine was carded. So I'd think... Why would they want to send a bagged figure instead of sending, you know, obviously these carded figures? And it being such a weird one, but you never know. But the others think it might have been just an in-store, maybe promotion, a certain store to where you came in. They're introducing the He-Man line. And they're like, here, here's a free figure. Like, I That's don't what it sounds like to me yeah. is that yeah. it was a store promotion. Um, yeah, I think, I think that's what it probably that. was. Yeah, and it does. It makes the most sense because they're so limited, not a lot of them are around, and yes, that's your way of introducing the line, but I always try to explain to people who some of them thought he came out like years later when the Wonder Bread cards came out in like 86 or whatever. I was like, what What kind of promotion is that? Who would want that? With yeah. now how you have all these characters with these super cool gimmicks, how would a mail-away plain old He-Man be anything enticing to bring people into the line when you've got characters that are squirting water, that are having sparks, that are extending, doing all this insanity? It's like, hey, but I got a He-Man with brown hair. Wow, that, that would blow me away. So, yeah, it didn't come out at any time during Wonder. It was probably something, really, like you said, a giveaway in a store, which never had it in my area, but that's why it could be certain locations throughout the United States. So we're not saying the figure is not real. It's just, it's not from Wonder. And like somebody said in the chat room, yeah, just call him Savage He-Man. It's like, yeah, you could just say Savage He-Man because not Wonder. But I don't know how the hell we got on, but that's what's cool about the podcast. We'll do these rants and we'll get on these sidetracks, everything else. So I'll pass it to Tyler if he had something he was going to say too or ask you something because I got going and I didn't mean to, but it happens when Wonder comes up. I don't have anything, man. I'm I'm about ready to fall asleep as we're as fucking right now. <laughs> that was spent. He spent. So, uh, well, hey, Eric Amen in the chat room did want to know, John, where'd you get the Zodak helmet? Because as he can see, you have that one, but you also have three others in the background. A while ago, you did mention, but you might as well let new fans know. Yeah, um, this one and my Strobo helmet, I got. Uh, made by a company called Peru Props. Um, they will make custom helmets and stuff. So I had approached them a few years ago to make uh, a Zodak one. And I was really happy with the job they did. So then I got them to do Strobo as well. And then uh, the really large Zodak helmet in the background there, that's a metal helmet, that one. And uh, there's a – name's escaping me right now, sorry. But there's a, a guy in the States who designs – metal helmets and they're really heavy 
and I, I asked him if he would do a Zodak. It took him maybe about four months for me to get it. Um, but he did a really bang up job there. So I think it was like galvanized steel that he bent together and then uh, painted it in the original uh, toy colors. So, so and which looks great. I mean, beyond obviously Strobo, who's separate, but the three Zodaks, are they all basically inspired by the vintage toy? Anything from the cartoon? Yeah, X? pretty much. Well, um, this helmet and the smaller Zodak helmet over there, um, which is more of the Zodak with a K helmet, um, are based on the 2000X line. Uh, this one's got flat eyes, but the one helmet there has bubble eyes on it. So they like they bubble out, they're really round. And I found that was the first one I got made, but it was too hard to really see through. So like going outside, I'd be banging in the things. <laughs> Couldn't wear it on Halloween. So I had this one slightly larger made for my big head. And so that just, one you just can have lens. you yeah. see pretty well out of the one you got on right now. Oh, I can see out of this one perfectly. And then with the metal one, I bought a pair of sunglasses and I had those uh, glued into the helmet. So it's, it's <laughs> even better with that one, yeah. All right, there are no, they're great. So, well, uh, we'll be wrapping up here in a second. Again, John, I wanted to thank you for joining us, and sorry about all the technical difficulties on my end, and you went through it as well. Hey, I, I just blame the Russians, you know. That's <laughs> we, seems to be the going trend these days. Blame Russia. So. Well, we definitely tried to make do with what we did, and Tyler, thank you for you know starting us off and. Uh, yeah, because you're right, felt bad. I was all by himself. We're both trying to rush to get in, and uh, hope we still made it enjoyable for everybody here in the chat room. But before we do wrap it up, uh, John, did you have any closing remarks? You want to tell people where to go? Anything you want to recommend? And you can Well, I always recommend my website. Uh, if you don't know it, uh, my website is hemanworld.com. Uh, it's a He-Man uh, promotional site. We get lots of... Uh, uh, news from Super 7, Mondo, Mattel, and, and all over, really. Um, and, uh, yeah, we also have a, a forum as well attached to it. So uh, if you get a chance, come check us out. All right. Appreciate that. And, uh, well, Tyler, I know before you fall asleep over there, anything you want to recommend? Because you've had a, a pretty trying weekend with your fantastic time at uh, Mad Monster and gotten to meet all those celebrities and Felissa Rose, who played Angela from Sleepaway Camp. Good God, does she look hot. She still looks hot. Oh, my goodness, you lucky son of a gun. But go ahead. <laughs> Anything you want to say? Pictures don't do that woman justice, man. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, sorry. We were just having thoughts because John, good gracious. Yeah. Never <laughs> mind. <laughs> go on, Tyler. Hey, yo. <laughs> Tyler, go fall asleep. I'll, you, I'll, I'll pass it over to you. I, I, I see Go to heman.org and go to you know get your tickets for PowerCon and you know check out John's website Heman World and check out Joe and um, God I got nothing man I, I, like, I got no strength I, I I'm I'm I can't do a quote tonight man I got this ain't usually Tyler Tyler's usually pretty energetic but yeah that convention I can imagine wiping you out to meet all them people and no it was like I said and oh and that's from the chat room uh, it's uh guy well thank you for joining us live for the first time and we appreciate having you here as well but uh and jeff prime was here i'm sure i might have missed some of the people in the chat room i am so sorry but yes we had issues but as you know we worked through them it was great so uh no i'll just tell everybody 
I've been so tired with you being on this podcast, man. I was looking forward to having you on here. Like, God, I got no strength to do anything right now. <laughs> Tyler was probably almost hoping I didn't show up. He's like, I hope that damn Joe doesn't show up and that internet just stays messed up. Minutes, I'm gone. I'm going to bed, man. I, I just, uh, just. She's going to be out. <laughs> Sweet dreams of Angela from Sleepaway Camp. But no. <laughs> All right. Well, let me say what I always say. Go to fansofpower.com. Go to popculturenetwork.com. Go to emanworld.com. And on Facebook, go to Masters of the Universe, He-Man and she Ultimate Fan Group. All great places. All great people. So until next time, have a powerful day. Tyler, you got to give a quote. I know you're trying, but you got to give a quote. And then John's going to say, you know, do a sign-up. But you got to do it. Go ahead. Uh, uh, they're one uh, in the chat room. They're wanting a quote. They're wanting. They're actually saying Tyler right. quote. <laughs> it tasted good. <laughs> huh? That's it. That's it. Well, John got it. I got it. Gwildor. <laughs> it tasted good. Gwildor. Ah, I'm going. I'm going. <laughs> Damn, you guys. I lose every week, though, John. All right. Well, again, John, thank you for joining us. So uh, we'll see you guys next week. All right. See you then. <laughs>